Welcome to the Made for More podcast, Season 1, Episode 6. You know, everyone loves a good story. And it seems like my whole adult life has revolved around telling and retelling stories from the days that I worked as a journalist to uh, serving as a church pastor and now as a life coach and spiritual life coach, a leadership trainer and speaker. Stories have the power to create and to shape and to illuminate reality. Stories can be good for us, move us along on our pathway to success and identity and purpose. Stories can also get in the way of our success, be an obstacle on that pathway to all that we are meant to do and to be. And none more so than the stories that we retell ourselves in our own minds. Many stories that we're even unaware of that we're, that we're telling. So as we move into this week's episode, uh, let me encourage you to ask yourself that question about who you are and who you're meant to be. What is the story that you tell yourself? You all, everybody, welcome. I'm Coach Jeff, your host. So, how much do you like a good story? I have such fond memories of my parents uh, from my earliest age uh, reading me books and uh, just just uh, uh, sitting in their laps and, and, and enjoying uh, the adventures and, and the laughter of the, that the stories brought. And when I got old enough and I got skilled enough in my own reading, uh, and I learned to read fairly young. My parents were very good uh, teachers at teaching me to read. I had um, I had a, a, this uh, long shelf in my bedroom just just filled with books. Hey, do you remember those big little books? You never even see them anymore. I doubt they're even produced. If uh, if I'm wrong on that, somebody correct me. But, uh, you know, they were uh, just really small books uh, dimension-wise, but they were a little thicker. Uh, you know, I always had great stories in them, uh, usually one story at a pop. But I used to love those things. In fact, I, I loved stories so much that uh, I majored in English in college because I loved to read. And I was hoping to write stories. I was going to be a creative writer, but actually I wound up writing for a newspaper. So I wound up writing a lot of stories in hard news and features. But uh, what are the stories you tell yourself? What are the stories that you create for yourself and you play back for yourself? What, what am I meaning by that? Well, the fact is that every circumstance we go through, every experience, um, everything that is said to us, everything that we read or hear goes into our minds, goes into our unconscious mind, and plays back to us, not just what we have uh, heard or, or read or experienced, but how we have reinterpreted those circumstances. And, um, and what they do is they, they will play back for us, like I said, uh, according to our own interpretation. And those have a profound effect on our choices, our decision-making, the actions that we take. And of course, our choices and our actions lead to the outcomes of our lives. 
The choices we make, the decisions we make, are what determine the results, whether or not we attain to what we desire, what we want. And uh, more often than not, um, the experience that we have from those stories replaying is an experience of fear. Uh, fear of the unknown, fear of the different, fear of the new. Let me, let me give you an example, uh, and I can only speak out of my own experience for, um, uh, uh, for the sake of privacy of, of others, uh, for, of confidentiality. Uh, but uh, my example will, of course, be a story, because hey, stories have uh, a, a profound uh, ability to, to enlighten us, to uh, help us to understand the universe around us, and, and adding so much to our own creativity. But anyway, on to the story. Um, I, I think if I have done this right and gone back into my memory, my earliest uh, memory of failing, shall we say, at athletics goes all the way back to my elementary school days. I got involved in uh, some kind of a wrestling program. I couldn't even tell you what it was, what it was called, if it was an intramural thing or, or what, but uh, um, it was my first uh, um, time, my first match uh, wrestling for school in, 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 in a tournament. And I got into the locker room. I knew the name of my opponent, but I didn't know who he was. And I had mentioned it. And right away, all the other guys in the locker room are saying, "Oh, you you don't you don't want to wrestle him. Yeah, he's tough. He he's good. He he'll beat you." And basically told me he was going to clean up the mat for me. Well, I, you know, I tried to brush that off. Tried to keep a good thought. You know, thought, "Hey, maybe he's not as good as everybody says he is." Or maybe I'll just get lucky. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> so the time for the match came, and uh, yeah, <laughs> he beat me each round. Uh, we did three rounds, and, and he, he beat me in every one. Um, I walked away from that uh, that experience as, as memory serves. I, I didn't want to wrestle anymore. I, I didn't care for the whole experience overall, but but losing really didn't help. And I told my father he understood, and um, that was really the beginning, I think, of that idea, that story that got into my mind, into my memory, into my unconscious mind, really, that I was no good at athletics. I would never be an athlete. I would never be a jock. I would never be able to uh, participate in any kind of sport uh, for school or for whatever reason. <laughs> Certainly not pros. Uh, I would never be able to do it, that I was terrible, not only at wrestling, but at basketball, baseball, football, <laughs> whatever uh, the, the sport was, whatever the game was, um, which was uh, kind of funny as I think about it because uh, I played baseball growing up, I, I mean, always with my friends and my cousins, and really, as I look back, I wasn't half bad at it. Uh, I really enjoyed the game and did fairly well. But here's the other thing, how it played out. Uh, seventh grade came around. Now, uh, during my elementary days, there, there was this guy who had, uh, not, not, not my wrestling opponent, 
but uh, this other guy who uh, bullied me throughout my my uh, years up till like fourth grade, and then I switched schools. I didn't see him for a couple of years, but by seventh grade, we all kind of came back together in the district school. And uh, in seventh grade, they were calling for recruits for the basketball team, the school basketball team. Now, my dad had wonderful memories that he shared with his stories about his time playing basketball and how much it meant to him. I didn't know a whole lot about basketball. Like I said, I played more baseball and football, but I thought, okay, I'll, I'll try out for the, for the basketball team. I'll follow my dad's footsteps. And so we went over to the, re, the recruiting meeting, uh, all of us. And I remember crossing the street on the way back and uh, that guy that was uh, giving me such a hard time in seventh grade, uh, I mean, in, in my elementary school, pardon me, uh, and now meeting up in seventh grade, he says, I don't know why you're trying out. You're never going to make it. You're never going to make the team. You won't make the cut. And you know what? I believed him. I listened to him. Why? Because he was only reinforcing what was already going on in the back of my mind, that unconscious story that was telling me that I'm not good enough, that I'm not an athlete. Who am I trying to kid? I will never make any team whatsoever, so why try? And was manifesting, of course, even in the fear of trying out. That's what this guy really stirred up in me. Would I have made the team? You know what? The sad thing is, as I look back and have always regretted was, I'll never know. Maybe, maybe not, but I will never know. Why? Because I listened to the story. I came up against that fear that it created for me and I didn't overcome the hurdle. You see, the fear is there. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Don't, don't judge it too harshly because it's, it, it's, it's not an evil thing. It's not a good thing or an evil thing. It just is. The story that it keeps replaying in the back of your circumstances and in, in, in deep in your unconscious, it's just trying to protect you. You're up against a new situation. You're up against a, uh, a, a, a new opportunity. <clears throat> And your story, your unconscious mind, uh, uh, playing out in this story, is just trying to keep you safe. Rather than take that leaf, it wants you to stay right where you are, where it's safe. It just can't distinguish between what's a good opportunity and a bad opportunity. So when those good opportunities come up, you know, then to attain to those opportunities, to grab them, to move on, to move forward, to move ahead, to progress, to succeed. We've got to crash through that wall of fear. We've got to overcome that barrier. In a moment, I'm going to tell you a little bit about, you know, how that's done. But, um, but again, uh, what, what, what is happening then for, for the bigger picture is that as we experience things, as people say things to us, it might be a our parents, it might be a sibling, a counselor, a teacher, a pastor, a doctor. It could be something you see on social media, uh, you heard on the radio or TV or podcast. could be anything. It gets into that subconscious, that unconscious rather. It gets into your, into your mind. You may not even realize it's there. 
and you have interpreted that information in some way, created this story. And so new information comes in, such as a new job opportunity, a brand new relationship, uh, you know, a a anything that, that, that is different, anything that is new that, that, that could benefit you greatly, that story kicks in to push back against what is new, what is different, to keep you safe, uh, to keep you secure. And we come up against that fear, and, and we believe the story. Uh, we believe the what the fear is trying to tell us. We, we see that wall, and it's insurmountable. So, yeah, how do we handle that? And that's what I want to encourage you, that uh, the, the story is not the end of things. You have that control. It's your responsibility uh, to deal with it. You're the only one that can deal with it. And so, uh, how, how do we approach that? Well, one of the things, and, and as I kind of suggested, I did uh, with regard to uh, beginning new new uh, uh, sports endeavors, um, is going back again, going back to the earliest memory possible uh, for uh, that 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 you that you experience that that uh, the event that that feeling. And that's what I did, for example. I went back. I thought, well, where did I first what, – what, what am I afraid of? I'm afraid I'm not going to make it. I'm afraid uh, of defeat. Really, that's what it is. I'm afraid of the humiliation of being a loser, you know, uh, because that's what it's telling me. You're a loser. You're fat. You're, you're out of shape. You're, you're weak. Uh, you're, you're not a jock. You're not good enough. That's not your destiny. Go back to the earliest experience of that. In, in my case, it was that, that wrestling match. And then ask yourself, what is it that you're saying? And again, at the end of the story was saying, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not a jock. I'll never be an athlete. I'll never make the cut. The question is, is that true? In my case, uh, you know, was that true what my losing at that wrestling match uh, was telling me. And of course not. You know, it was a wrestling match. I was up against somebody who was more experienced uh, at it, more skilled. That's all it was. It was my first, <laughs> it was my first try uh, to wrestle. Uh, and, uh, you know, none of that was true. That was what I interpreted. That's what I was telling myself. That was my story that I was telling myself. So what was the first experience that you recall feeling that fear or feeling that defeat, uh, feeling that, that obstacle, coming up against that obstacle? And what was the way you interpreted those events? How did you interpret that, that circumstance? What are you telling yourself? And once you have that awareness, the awareness of the story, the awareness of your interpretation, and how it's playing out, what it's creating for you, you can rewrite the story. Not necessarily the events, but rewrite the interpretation. Make a correction, if you will. So I go back into my memory, and as I said, I, I look at the, the circumstances, I lost the match. That is true. Did it mean I'm not an athlete? I'm not a jock? No, that's not at all what it was saying. 
not not in the least so I could go back and correct that. And I have found that, uh, you know, since then I, I've uh, joined uh, company softball teams and uh, um, took up uh, the hobby of martial arts. I'm not saying I'm a jock at all, but I have learned that uh, these are skills. These are uh, things that we can learn and do. And, uh, you know, and, and we don't have to be subject to that fear. So basically, after reinterpreting that story, rewriting it, so to speak, in your mind, you have the power to break through the wall of terror. You have the power to jump over that hurdle of fear. You have the, um, the wherewithal to make that leap. And instead of just staying safe and secure, taking that step in faith, toward the success you want, toward the newness you want. So what is that new opportunity that you've been hesitating on uh, and hesitating about? Uh, is it a new job? And are you facing fear about it? What, are, what is that fear? The fear that you'll fail? The fear, the fear you will look foolish? Uh, the fear that uh, it's not going to pan out and you're going to put yourself and your family at financial risk? You know, what, what does that fear look like? And ask yourself, where is it coming from? What is it I'm really afraid of? And where did I first feel that fear? What are the uh, events that led up to this moment that, that I'm interpreting or reinterpreting to create uh, this, this fright that I'm dealing with? And go back, ask yourself, is it really true what I'm telling myself out of those circumstances? What were the real events? What are the facts? Is there any truth to it? What am I reinterpreting? and rewrite the story. Hey, uh, thanks for being with me on the Made for More podcast. Um, I hope you find this helpful. Uh, but listen, keep in touch. Um, send me a, an email. Uh, check out uh, the New Horizons Life and Leadership Development website. Uh, that information is uh, uh, in, in the uh, show notes. Um, and also, when, you know, when you're on the website, you can send me a message. My contact information is there. Give me a phone call. If I can help you in any way to be the more that you are created to be, to attain to the more that you were made for, hey, give me a call. I'd love to walk with you through it and uh, you know, be, be your companion on the journey to, to success and to the more that you were made to be. In the meantime, I'll see you next week. Bye for now.